Welcome to Masterclass, a collaboration between the virtual world diplomacy community and Brotherboard's Diplomacy Dojo. All right, thank you everyone for joining us. Today we have a 2020 Liberty Cup champion, Tommy Anderson. Tommy, I asked around and was looking for someone to lead a discussion on how to be charming and likable in negotiations, and Tommy's name kept coming up. People kept saying how they love to work with Tommy even when he is executing a well-placed stab or doing something that they don't like. So uh, I thought I'd ask Tommy to lead a discussion on what he does to help people like him and come away with working with him. So please welcome uh, Tommy Anderson. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Excited to uh, to chat with all of y'all today. Uh, so yeah, I guess the the question that I have is to kind of start it off. Um, I it's it's funny is I I never even necessarily um, considered myself I guess charming or whatnot. But like um, people, when people coming up to me at like the end of games and whatnot and talking about that, like I'm just curious, like. Just kind of an open question, but like, what is it exactly? Like, how would you sort of define charming, or like, or for like each of you individually? Like, how do you like? What What are your thoughts, your feelings for that? Um, like, the takeaway wise, like at the end of the game, like, like, what is it that makes the, uh, or that's interesting to you about that? <laughs> Anyone? Sorry, <laughs> I don't know that there's any one thing. I think charming is just a catch-all for for coming away with a feeling of, of, of warmth for someone who you may or may not know. Sometimes right. people are just drawn to, to certain people and other times you're just not drawn to them. And for whatever reason, right. me, uh, people come away being drawn to you and, and, and wanting to work with you. Right. No, that makes sense for sure. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's always interesting um, where, like I know you're saying in the sense that like sometimes I just have like that immediate sort of reaction where, I sometimes I know just like right at the start of a game with the, the the folks around me, whether I play with them before or not, or even just like those first few minutes of interaction, I just know whether whether they're going to work with me or not. Um, it's just kind of like a you know like a gut feeling sort of. But I guess oh no, the other thing too when you're talking about as well is like how like even if you may necessarily like wrong someone or you haven't you had a bit of a stab or you know maybe you kind of like misled them a little bit sort of um, in what you're talking about the season before. Um, but I always find it like I'm I'm always trying to uh, like talk with them right off the bat first and just kind of be like, you know, whether whether I'm making another lie or something, I'm just trying to like see whether or not we can if try to still try to salvage it, um, try to see what we can do going forward, um, which has always been kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, sometimes you just find like in, in those immediate interactions, I can tell I can, I can usually tell right out in the first few seconds, like whether or not this is someone I'm going to be able to work with long term or. Uh, are we on the, are we on the same page sort of thing and well one of the the problems that i find is that i i sometimes will forget who i've stabbed in the past and those they the the, the folks that are i find like to be really clever they though they won't even tell me until like the end of the game like like you do remember what what happened last time we played i'm like oh no i don't actually i'm sorry uh and that's that becomes kind of problematic down the road like trying to because it's always that meta game where it's you, uh, it's it, you're playing you're playing short term, yes, but you're also playing long term because like these it's such a small community. Like there's only so many people that you're going to be playing with uh, in, in games to come. So that's always a bit of a challenge. <laughs> um, I, I'm just curious. Is that, is that something that 
others keep track of like do you like do you guys have like a list or something that you keep track of like people that you may have wronged in the past that you're trying to like maybe like smooth over with right off the bat for for my part uh there there are some people who i've played diplomacy with maybe oh a dozen two dozen three dozen times before and so we've run the whole uh, the entire gauntlet of things that we can do to each other. And in my personal experience, if I've played with somebody many times, uh, there is going to be either immediate conflict, we're going to attack each other right off the bat, or we're going to immediately work together like the best alliance you've ever seen, one or the right. other, but usually not something in between. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of kind of my feeling as well too yeah like usually like yeah if there's a person i've worked really well with in the past i'm just like okay yeah let's just let's just do this let's roll this um uh, but unfortunately that's become a bit more um r- a bit rarer I, I guess maybe that's probably a reflection on my part uh but uh yeah i would say it's more of a mental list not a a physical or or computer list that i keep of people that right. uh wrong in the past and i i try not to explicitly bring it up but more like uh oh, right. explain how how we can work together this time so right. it, it's implied that that they probably remember but right. i'm not explicitly remember uh, dredge up bad memories if i don't have to <laughs> yeah no it's always yeah it's always good to kind of like acknowledge it like clear the air sort of thing <laughs> oh that's that's funny um What's I going to say? Sorry. Um, yeah, it's uh, like, I, yeah, there's like just certain players I know. Like, whenever I see John Jameson on the board, I'm just like, okay, this is going to happen today. Uh, if I'm like, he always happens to be in the West with me. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, that's always a, uh, yeah, like I, I, um, I don't, uh, yeah, I, sh- I should probably be better at like keeping track of, uh, who I've played with in the past and one. I mean, like, yeah, you know, there's certain names that you know or whatnot. Um, I guess in terms of like when, when you guys are sort of negotiating, um, well, what are your, what are your, some of your like sort of a favorite tactics in terms of uh, being charming or whatever it is that you define it or define it as like, how do you sort of try to approach like those initial conversations with people trying to like, kind of like flesh out or try to like feel out who's going to potentially be on your side. For me, the a tried and true diplomatic tactic is mirroring. And by that, I mean getting a sense right. of how the other person is trying to approach the game. Hey, are they all business and they're just talking about what our moves should immediately be? Or are they making some right. kind of jokes about, hey, we should go out for drinks or something? Or are they getting, <laughs> getting in character and pretending to be a Russian emperor? And if they, if they, they give you some hint, right? If they, if they think that's a cool way to start off the game, then... Uh, they probably would yeah. like it if you do the same. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to like establish that like personal relationship right off the bat. Like especially if you haven't played with them before too. Like I'll always try to sort of have that initial conversation. Be like, hey, like you know, have we played before? Even if I know we've played before, I'll just be like, hey, you know, like have we played before? Do you know anyone else on the board? So what do you if they're in the west or the east? Like you know, what are your thoughts of the players around you? You know what um you know how how's life going? Like what do you do? Like uh, how's how's your day going? Like you've been playing multiple rounds, sort of thing. It's it's always nice to have like those sort of like, initial try to just like 
have a hu- like a human or like a human conversation, not just like pure. Like when I play with certain players, we'll just like immediately be like go right off the bat saying like talking about tactics and things like that. I'm just like okay, they're they mean business. Like, but then I'm always trying to weigh like okay, maybe are there someone I'm I'm going to am I going to want to work with them? Or do I think they're going to maybe outsmart me in some way down the road? Like I want to make sure that we're at least on some sort of equal footing of sorts, or try to disarm them as well, or try to like try, try to just catch them off guard, sort of thing. Be like have just a, a nice conversation. Uh, that's always that's always an, or at least something I try to do. Um, it was actually kind of funny when I first started playing. So I've only really been playing diplomacy for a few years or so now. Since probably I picked up I picked up the just a, a version of it when I was in college back in I think. 2013 or so and played with some of my fraternity brothers and we also we were all on like equal footing we had all, all had never played before we all read the rules at the same time and I, I knew nothing about the hobby of the community at all I, I had just I had just read an article about like the Boston Massacre no it wasn't the um it wasn't the Boston Massacre it was that it was that article with um it was like the reporter I think it was like in DC I think I forget uh, if you guys remember if you read that article the, yeah, yeah exactly yeah and Grant, so that's actually article, he went to the uh I believe yeah he went to DC and yeah. uh he brought a real diplomat with him. Oh that's right yeah like an ambassador or something. Yeah. I um so that, that was my first introduction to the hobby and I the funny thing is is I go back and I read it now and I now I actually know the names of the people that are like like Chris Martin I think Goffey was in there or something too I and and Sean like everyone was in there. And um that was, that was my. I was like, this sounds really fun. Like this is this is my type of game. And so then I just went to the Boston Massacre. I think it was like um, a couple of years later, back in like I think it was like 2017 or so. And I really had no like I I didn't under I didn't realize like the whole like order calling out and like the writing down like in the little booklets and whatnot and like all the little sort of I mean, there's so many different little nuances and whatnot um, like in face to face. And I was on, I think I was on a board with, and I didn't know any of them at the time, but I was with Randy and Goffey uh, and, um, um, oh, what's his name? Is it Steve? Steve? Um, was it Martin? Not Martin. I forget his last name. Oh, Cooley. Steve Cooley. And um, like a few other folks. And um, they thought I was, I was holding up the draw vote uh, at the end. I'm just like, I was just, I think I was, I was playing Turkey and I had, I think, like eight dots or so. I think we were in like 19 of, 1908 or something and um they thought they all thought i was the one holding up the draw but it was actually goffy uh, and uh it was just i don't know i don't know where i was going with this but um you know what was i talking about before that sorry sorry this is also my other thing too when diplomacy i always i go off on random tangents and not really keep keeping track of my thoughts <laughs> so i've i've heard you say you've done um improv before and oh and yes you did that to people yeah, for, for sure. Um, yeah, in college, I had a uh, uh, an improv troupe. Uh, I was called. Um, this is terrible. Don't judge me for this, but I, I can one that came up with the name. It was uh, Snorkeling with Stephen Hawking. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible name. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's. I've always I've always kind of enjoyed that sort of like on the spot, like sort of like the creative, like the spontaneity, like the creativity, trying to like, just, just trying to like get an embrace, come up with something kind of fun on the spot. And I kind of find that a little bit too in like in negotiation. Um, That's one of the things that I, uh, I I tend to do. Like I'm always trying to think of uh, trying to like, I'm, I I, I find that I've always been kind of good at sort of um, 
like kind of pivoting or like changing the narrative of what I was talking about beforehand in a way that they still actually kind of believe me, um, which is probably not a good trait to have, but uh, it's, it's, I guess it's helpful for um, diplomacy, which is nice. Oh, you, do you think it's not a good trait in general, but not, but it does serve you well in diplomacy? Yeah. I mean, like I, 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 I hate the fact I like, I hate that's, I hate lying to people in the game, but like I understand sometimes it's, it's a necessary like tactic. Like you have to if you just want to be able to um, to do well and to be able to. Um, but but I, what I find myself doing sometimes is is unnecess- my my biggest problem. The thing that I'm always been work need to work need to improve on is uh, unnecessary lies. Like basically just saying something in the moment that just gonna definitely like you know what after you say it, it's going to come back to bite you and you're just like there's just no reason to like say that because it's not gonna serve you well tactically that like uh going forward in the game and like and then if you do it to everyone and then, then sometimes i'll do it like to multiple people around me and then it really shoots me and like or bites me uh comes back to bite me later on because then i just can't then i've, I've soured the relationship with everyone on the board and then also potentially in future games as well which is unfortunate <laughs> So what are the rules of improv that have helped you uh, keep the conversation going also in diplomacy? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I guess, well, there's like, what is it? The, the, well, the, there's, a, there's a bunch of different ones. I guess like there's always the rule of three. Like you're always, like in improv, it's sort of like you have, um, like I guess this will have to do with diplomacy, but well, maybe it does. Um, like sort of, you know, you're setting the scene, you're getting the who, what, where, when, how, why, all those fun things. And then, and, you know, you're you're cre- creating what's called, it's called like the game. Basically, you know, you're you're creating like the hook or, or sort of like the pitch. People like getting someone interested in, and then then there then there's the flip. Basically, at the end of the rule of three, where basically um, you you, t- you turn it turn it on its head or not its head. What do you call it? Um, it's just kind of like completely turn the whole thing upside down. Um, I don't know how to say how that applies to diplomacy. I guess how. So, um, well, it I sounds guess like just, it could apply. So explain to me yeah. once again what the rule of three is. And, uh, and oh, sure. what, what, and, and cause, cause creating a hook certainly sounds applicable. Like you right. people interested in, in, in your plan. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like trying to establish, um, well, I guess in, in diplomacy, it would be more sort of like what we were talking about before, where you're establishing that personal connection, whether you've played with them before, or you're just, um, kind of shooting the breeze or whatever you call it well, with them, like kind of have that initial connection with them. And then, like you said, like get them interested, have a sort of a hook or so, and then just like furthering, I guess, in diplomacy, furthering that that plan, and and then just really executing and trying to make sure that you're all continually on the same page, and uh, uh, that that you've established, you know, what 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 are your interests in this game going forward? You know, how can I help you? How can I help you get achieve what you're looking to achieve in this particular game? Or you know, did someone on this board piss you off before that you want to get back at? Maybe do you want like this? Are we in like the final round of a tournament? Do you want to make uh, sort of a top board or something like that? You want to you want to really have that initial connection, understand what is it that is motivating them to, to come down and sit down and play for like you know eight hours or however many yet whatever the time limit is or whatnot for that particular tournament. So you want to just have you want to have a good you want to always try to understand what everyone's thinking um, and and try to make them think you're thinking something else that you may not necessarily be thinking just always trying to control their their thought process basically it sounds very manipulative so so is the rule of three three rules or is it uh uh that there is something magical about the number three in improv and maybe in diplomacy yeah i guess the with four 
I guess I, I'm not sure necessarily sure how it would translate to diplomacy. But yeah, like rule three is more of just kind of like it's a whole sort of like setup, continuation, and then the, let the games begin. Like have have create the humor find like the humor in, in the scenario that you've just created and, and just push it to its max basically well, what about the the yes end rule oh yes yeah never negate always that, that's again the whole continuation aspect like you're just constantly trying to further the scene um to like you never want to like because if you just sit there or if you just like stand there and go back and forth like well no that's wrong or no that's wrong. like you you want to like you have to have a little back and forth, a little banter. And I guess that's what applies with diplomacy there. Like, you know, you're having a dialogue, you're having, you're, you know, it's, it's, it's very fluid sort of thing. But do you find that you yourself avoid negating what the person you're negotiating with is saying? Like, you're not saying your decisions are wrong. Uh, right. I mean, you, I've definitely been, oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, so yeah, you no, find I, yourself saying, yes, that is a good goal and and you should do that or something like that. Yeah, and, and even if I think it's like batshit crazy or something, like I'll I'll still find a, like a gentle way or a nice way of trying to say like you know well that, like that's a great idea, but like you know maybe we could do this sort of thing instead. Or um, you're always just trying to like put suggestions out there. You never want to like become like there's certain players that I've played with like they're just very aggressive, very hostile right off the bat. And I'm just like I know like I mean I'll be nice to them in my conversation, but I'm gonna limit the conversations that I have with them because it's just I'm not I'm not gonna find a productive relationship with them. Like I just I can usually sniff that out right off the bat. Um, but I'm still, I still want to try to form some sort of relationship with them because like at the end of the day, I still need them to help me like, uh, do well or like achieve whatever I'm trying to do in the game. Uh, sorry. I think I just cut up for a second. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a very, that's one of the things I love about the game. Like obviously the tactics and the strategy is interesting, but, um, for some reason I kind of get a little bit of a rush or sort of like a high with, um, just the, the diplomacy aspect, so like the actual like negotiating their negotiations. Um, it's just kind of fun to just hear like the opinions of others and to kind of see how they phrase things, how they approach things. Um, and you and you learn a lot too, just like um, that you can carry off into the real world as well. Um, in terms of just the way you interact with folks and being able to like the art of negotiation, trying to figure out. Um, and it's actually kind of funny too. Is uh, I had taken I had t- taken a class in uh, in college, uh, literally called the art of negotiation. It was this um, the, the the professor was a complete bullshit artist, but um, very very entertaining to listen to. Uh, he was like a former like a Ob- uh, Barack Obama advisor, like he'd worked in the White House. He was a very interesting individual. Um, but it, the, I, we we would do these like mock scenarios where um, you would have certain everyone would have like their own sort of like hidden agenda or objectives that they're trying to achieve to like to, to get like, cause it was, there was like points at the end, basically. And there's like different ways. Um, and you didn't necessarily know what it was that they were looking, what their actual objective was and like, um, what, what they're trying to like score points for. And I think like the very final one that we did, it was like a six way, uh, six party negotiation at the very end. And it, it was it was like an all day thing. We had this like a five hour conversation, and and it was very similar to diplomacy, where we would go off, you know, pull someone out into the corner, like face to face, and try to try to like hear, like figure out, like okay, well, you had this conversation with this person. What do you think they're looking to get out of this? And you'd kind of go back and forth. And uh, it actually, I never really thought about it, but that actually reminds me quite a bit of uh, diplomacy, which is uh, was probably what probably attracted me. Uh, to the game in the beginning, like the the tactics are, itself are fun, but I, I just like the, that, like the 
the person, which funny is because I'm actually kind of a bit of an introvert. So it's kind of funny that I, I, I was drawn to the sort of that, that uh, like personal negotiations when I. So if you identify as an introvert, is that uh, why do you think you get a rush just just getting a negotiation going on? Uh, often right. introverts are, are drained just by uh, interacting with other people. They 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 lose yeah. interaction, energy the more they interact with people. But you sound more like you you get a high from that. Yeah. So, um, why do you think that, that dichotomy exists for you? Right. I think. It's going to sound probably terrible, but for any, if anything, it's more of like, I just like the power dynamics, like be able to just like have the control over the, like the dialogue, even though I don't like it. it yeah, it probably sounds terrible, but it's more sort of, I just, I like to kind of control the conversation or like, I like, I like doing it in a way that they don't necessarily know that I am trying to like, in, uh, like indirectly control it, like in a way that they can't necessarily tell that I'm controlling it. <laughs> Sounds very manipulative, but it's like I guess I know, it's just kind of it's just funny. It's just like kind of cheeky. Like I don't know. I just find it um, kind of just it's almost like amusing. Like I just like to kind of screw with people, basically. <laughs> Which I guess is where the whole tornado thing came from. But yeah. <laughs> so so when you say screw with people, what do you mean? Like uh, you you like to get them to do things that are not in their own interests, or it, it, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which is it's just because it just kind of amuses me. I don't know why. It's like almost like toy, toying with people in a way. Um, but I I don't I don't do it out of like bad will. It's just it's just it's just kind of funny to me. And like, but then I feel bad if like someone will get very upset. Like I remember, um, was it the uh, was it um, what was that last uh, tournament that was just the other weekend or so? Uh, what did we just play? I forget. Uh, was it? Um, it was a couple weekends ago. I don't know if you guys remember. Sorry, I forget the, which tournament it was. The one that, um, oh no. Did Saren win? I think, no. I think Massacre was the most recent one. Okay, uh, that's, what, oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. I should, I should know that. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh yeah, like for example, like I remember Morgante Morgan getting kind of like, like calling me out a little bit, like kind of like getting mad at me. Like, um, I like I, then I sometimes I'll feel bad. I'm just like okay, like I try to like find like a healthy sort of bound or like limit as to like not push people too far um, when you're having those. Or, like yes, it's sometimes it's it's just amusing to me and funny to like do things that are just completely nonsensical. But it's you have to sometimes you, you have to be, again. It's a whole part of like connecting with people. Like you want to you know be mindful of like how you want to you don't want to make them too angry like down the road sort of thing for other games that you play with them. <laughs> So people have said after you like stab them and ruin their game, they come out of the game still wanting to like no harsh feelings. They actually were fine and happy with you even after you right. ruined their game. How <laughs> do you do that? I d I've always wondered that too. Like I guess I mean the, well, the, the like I was kinda of saying before, like you're always and I know other people said that too in other like interviews and whatnot, where basically even if you've just stabbed someone like could talk to them right away, try to explain, you know, this is what I was thinking at the time. Maybe, you know, maybe this wasn't the best idea. Maybe we can still find a way to like move forward from here. Even if in my back of my head, I know I have no intention of working with them, but like I at least try to ha ha maintain that like dialogue with them and try to be sort of empathetic to their situation, even though I just probably completely ruined their, their position. If that makes any sense. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, and it's always you're always trying to like I'm I'm I, like I'm not I'm not a like a mean spirited person. I'm always trying to um, you know I, I want I want to keep friendly relations 
in the future, like in the future for ongoing games and whatnot. Uh, my, my, like when I when I do establish something like that, my intention is not to like to annoy them or to. It's not out of like ill will or out of malice or whatnot. It's just it's what I was thinking at the time that I thought maybe will help me in the long run in the game, or I was maybe trying something out, trying something out, trying something new out, um, which usually ends up come back, come back to come back to bite me because. People will because sometimes you'll get like hostile people, aggressive people come up and be like, like that made zero sense. Why are you doing that? I'm like, you know, I just I had an idea of trying something different. Um, you know, explain to me why it is that you think that isn't necessarily a good idea, and I'll explain to you why I thought maybe it was a good idea. And um, and, and you learn a lot from that as well too, because I'm, I'm always trying to like improve my play. Like I, I want to understand why people think what they think. I want to like I want to have because that's that's how you you know, get better at the game, how you, how you do well at the game is, is having a good understanding of how, how everyone's thinking and, and thinking about the long term and whatnot, uh, which is, I find to be kind of helpful. So some people are very slow talkers, but you strike me as a very quick talker. And <laughs> having you, you talk pretty quickly all the time. Yeah. I think that serves you well, like, as regardless of what's going on. Right. You're, you're laying out a well thought out plan or you are thinking on your feet at the moment, you are still right. talking really quickly. And so it's harder to differentiate between something that uh, you are just making up right now <laughs> or something that you have been planning for several turns now. Yeah, that's, no, that's a great point. I, um, I, I definitely, like, even though sometimes I'll know in the moment, I'm just, like you said, just, like, making up on the spot because I have no idea what, like, I'm just trying to catch them up. Sometimes I may even be able to, I may be trying to take a particular player away from talking to another player, just try to kind of, like, separate them or isolate them or whatnot. Um, and that definitely helps being able to, but I definitely, I'm not the type of player that will purposely, like, try to keep you there and talk your ear off, like, like, John Anderson will always do that to me, and I'm always trying to, like, I'm like, I'm like, no, I need to talk with other people, I'm sorry. Um, but that definitely has helped me on many occasions where, I don't necessarily know what it is that I want to propose, but I'm just, you know, just trying to keep, just quickly get their ear and just have like a, um, and even just like the tonality too, sort of the, the like inflections in your voice. Like you're trying to come off as sort of like nice or sort of like calm or like uh, very um, supportive in a sense. Uh, and I, I think that that's definitely helped me a little bit uh, in some of those just like very quick conversations, especially, and I'll use it sometimes too as an excuse for like, oh, I'm, and I, I use this probably a little too much and I probably should dial it back a bit where I'll say, yo, yeah, I changed my order. Like, I'm so sorry. I'll come to them like in the last minute, even though I know I'm about to do something that I completely told them something different about. But then I'll use it as an excuse where like, oh, you know, we just had a quick second to talk at the end. I, I changed my orders real quick. And I, I, like, I use that a little too much. I should probably, because now people are starting to kind of call me out on that. So I have to stop saying that. Um, but sometimes it's true. Sometimes I, it's very often I will actually just, I can be a little bit volatile, volatile in that sense where I will change things last minute. Um, just because I can't, I like, I'm, I'm trying to please multiple people around me and I just can't make a decision and I just kind of like vacillate, like go back and forth. Maybe that's why you're called tornado because you yeah, exactly. need to at the last minute, uh, throw everyone's <laughs> plans into a lurch by, by saying everything's changed, come up with a new set of orders. Yeah. And but but, but the, the good thing is is at least sometimes most people are I guess fairly empathetic to it as well too. I guess I, I wonder Mike Mike I'm curious as to whether or not I'd be able to get away with it 
um, in person, more like virtual, or sorry, non-virtual face-to-face because I've only ever played a few tournaments in person. Um, I've played a lot, obviously, this past year with the pandemic and whatnot, like online. But um, I'm just, I'm curious to see what that dynamic is going to be like when it's back to, um, well, I'm really excited for um, uh, for Carnage. Or, um, that, that's going to be fun, uh, seeing everyone. And then I think there's Liberty in person now too, I thought I saw the other day. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, okay. it is. It is in person. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. definitely have to. I'll definitely have to go to that then. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a fun game. I, I mean, are, are there any like? Sorry, I know I've been talking quite a bit. Like, are there other um, like for the like? I know I've played with I think pretty much everyone here in the room. Um, like, were there were there certain things like when we've played together in the past that? Do you think I could improve with, I guess, in terms of sort of the interpersonal relationships or like the, the, the charming and the diplomatic aspect? Like, am I, am I, do I come, sometimes I find some people will say like, they didn't want to work with me because they thought I was too sort of like glib, like right off the bat. And so I'm trying to find, I guess, like that balance. Like, well, I guess, what are some of your, your thoughts when, or when it comes to sort of like the being maybe necessarily like too charming sort of thing? I'll be honest, I only played one game with you. So that's not a lot to get, to go on right. by, but. From that, from that game, I I really remember you just lying to me pointlessly. Yeah, uh, so that's 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 my biggest problem. I have to work on is like, and and I don't do it out of purpose, or like or purposefully. It just sometimes I just sometimes I honestly just don't know what I want to do, and and then it comes off as just like pointless lies, and like I, like I definitely know what you mean. Like that that is my biggest thing I need to improve for sure. Yeah, that's the only thing I got from that game. Um, yep. What was that saying? Oh, that, that's, that's the main thing I got from that one game. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, I don't, and I, I remember that game as well too. And I, I even I remember at the end, I'm just like, why? Like, and I always like think about it at the end. I'm just like, why did I even like say that? Like, that made zero sense to say. And that's that's sort of the my biggest thing to improve on. Yeah. That actually raises an interesting question for me, and I came in pretty late here. I've only been on here about eight minutes. Um, but I, I, in terms of strategy for negotiations. If I don't know if I'm going to do something that somebody asked me to do, I tend to tell them, I don't know, I'll get back to you, or I don't want to lie to you. Do you tend to just tell them yes or, or no, or, or give a more assured answer? Because I do wonder if, uh, if being assured is helpful in, in convincing people that you're on their side. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's I guess that's kind of one of my problems, where I, I'm, like, I'm always trying to like please people sort of around me so like I, I don't I don't end up committing and that's my problem and then I'll do something that maybe I thought in my head was like okay I can explain this afterwards like it's not a big deal but then they'll take it really personal and like they're like just be honest with me just be like straight with me and so that's definitely something I've I've been bad with well no I'm not being critical I mean I think there's a balance to strike because if yeah. people think you're on their side then they're making moves that are assuming that you're on their side whereas even if you're very honest right. with them and you tell them this isn't I can't do what you want. Their the moves might be against you, even if they're not upset with you, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's an interesting balance. Interesting thing to think about strategically within how you, how each of us do negotiations. Yeah, for sure. And even, even having an understanding too of, like with, with the, because it's such a small community and, and you play with so many of the same players over and over again, it's, it's good to have that understanding of, of like how people, like what it, it each individual strategy is when they approach negotiations. Like it kind of helps you make your decisions as well too, because you know, sort of you can tell, well, I guess 
I'm, I'm always trying to analyze players in the sense that I want to know, like, what does that make that makes them tick? Well, how are they thinking? You know, are there certain, like, maybe like vocal inflections or like certain like tells or cues or things like that where I can tell whether or not um, I can tell if they're just like lying to me, like a point blank or whatever you call it. Um, I, I, you start you start to kind of figure that out um, in the long run. The more you play with uh, certain individuals, which is, which, is, which can help you can influence your uh, your decision making and whatnot or your your tactics. Oh, sorry, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's always it's always a uh, continual learning process as well, too, in the sense that not not just the tactics, but just. I'm trying to it's just I guess the kick I get out of it is just trying to like learn to read people um, and, and it applies to other all sorts of other aspects too like uh, in life or, or games like poker for example like I do much better playing poker in person than I do online just because I kind of get some different tells and whatnot like cues of people but do you think your likability will go up in face to face as you uh, get better at reading people and and Telling them what they want to hear. Yeah, that's a good point because I, uh, most of my experience uh, playing the game has been um, virtual face to face. So I'm very curious to see because I was still very very new. The few times I did play in person, where I was still just trying to figure out like the right figure out the right write out the actual orders and all the, like little different nuances like um, at the at the actual table. Um, but I, I am I'm very excited to try it again out in um in actual in person and being able to see if i can actually um apply anything i've actually learned from the virtual aspect um whether it's just sort of seeing watching people like the movements across the room seeing who's talking with who or even just like it's a balancing act too of trying to maintain the conversation you're currently in but then also try to kind of observe um maybe even seeing um different like mannerisms or like um what do you call it? body language of like folks talking across the room sort of thing um and even sometimes even uh in, on other boards too if you're trying to see maybe dynamics for people who may be playing with later on as well that's a whole different like meta way of thinking but like that's definitely something that you kind of like pay attention to um so i'm kind of excited to to try that out again and, and actually and also just to meet people that I've i've played with online now for the past like year or so and actually like meet them in person like um, i'm excited for um with uh carnage there i know i'm so sad i was gonna be rooming with um uh with karthik and tanya and katie and um like i've, I've obviously like played with them online but like i haven't well i've met i've met tanya in person but i haven't um met everyone else in person i don't think i don't think i met karthik in person now um so i'm just kind of excited to actually um you know meet folks in person what about anger? Do you ever personally get angry? Uh, do you find oh. it as a negotiating tactic, or do you try to hide anger? Or, right. or what? What is it a tool that you use, or is it something you avoid? I don't. I and and if if anything, people that do get angry at me, I, I specifically don't want to work with those type of people. Like that, just it's a big pet peeve of me of mine. Like I don't like I don't like anger. Basically, I I've definitely been guilty. There's like what I can I can like count on my hands like the two games that i've like actually got a slightly like a little angry at but um i i'm just anger is not sort of one of, like i don't i don't want to you you get you what is it you trap more what's the uh, trap more flies with honey than uh, vinegar or whatever the hell the phrase is um i i find yeah i just find it you you get you get better results if you if you're just sort of like kind of folks um if anything i'll be or like overly kind or overly nice rather 
Um, but like folk, people that and like use anger as a tactic, like it just immediately turns me off. And I'm just like, I just kind of like tune them out. Like it's not, I don't like to deal with that. I don't know if that's if that's a similar kind of opinion. Other because I know because like, I know there's so many different personalities in the hobby. Like everyone has a very different, a unique approach to the game. Um, even just like from a negotiation standpoint, not just the tactics. Um, so that, that's always interesting to kind of learn. Yeah, it, it is something that I, I think about a lot because on one hand, um, I have definitely negotiated with people that say something like, "I can't do that." Um, right. Doe will get angry at me and I don't want to deal with their anger. Yeah. And I think to myself, well, maybe I should spend more time getting angry just so people stop <laughs> me. On the other yeah. hand, some people sometimes go into a game saying, I will never work with John Doe uh, <laughs> the last time. So there is a balance maybe, but you right. should come out on the balance of never get angry if you can at all avoid it because yeah. uh, it's it's all for fun. But yeah, exactly. I, I do wonder if, if sometimes I should get a little bit more angry just to keep people from from stabbing me. Yeah. No, I, I, I've wondered the same thing as well, too, where I'm like, well, maybe I should be a little bit more aggressive here. Maybe like I'm not getting my point across. Um, and the, the, like the two times that I actually kind of did do that was because I was just out of pure frustration. I'm just like, look, like you're doing A, B, and C. Like, okay, maybe I'm wrong here, but what you're doing here makes literally zero sense. So, you know, can we can we please figure it? Like, I, I would be like a little bit hostile about it, but like, it's very rare that I'd ever sort of like take that approach. Um, I, I try to have sort of friendly relations. But I, I, like you said, I've, I've, I've always kind of wondered that too. I'm like, maybe I should just be a little more aggressive here and get my point across. But I'm always, I'm also still, I always try to keep an open mind too because I'm, I'm always very... Uh, aware of the fact that like okay maybe i maybe i'm completely wrong here like i want to see like why is it that they're i'm always trying to understand why is it that that they're doing what they're doing it seems to be serving you pretty well uh everybody's negotiating style is going to be a little bit different but yeah i would right. say if you don't if you think it's it's working for you so far I, i'm not trying to nudge you to try and get more angry if anything oh, sure. uh I, I i worry that diplomacy is a game that turns <laughs> off newbies because of how <laughs> of how the game negotiations can play out and uh, any anger yeah. can certainly m make somebody less likely to want to play again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I know it's like, it's it's definitely not everyone's cup of tea. Like I have certain friends that, that love board games and whatnot, but I just know this is not, wouldn't be the game for them. They wouldn't be able to handle that sort of the the intensity or sort of the, the, the stress of, of um, certain like personalities, different individuals at the game, at the table. Um, which is unfortunate because like there's some of them that I know that like oh I would love to play friends that I would love to play with I just it's not I know it's it wouldn't be their cup of tea. <laughs> also, I apologize for the church bells in the background. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm trying to think of what else I other points of interest um, that I had. Um, yeah, I didn't even think of, yeah compare it to improv. That's a great uh, that's a good way of thinking about it uh, or, or a good sort of thing to compare it to. Um, yeah, I can definitely see a lot of similarities in terms of pro like trying to juggle many different things at once and trying to kind of keep the, the sort of the game or, or the conversation going, uh, which is interesting. Are there, I'm curious, are there are there any other like, games that you guys played before that are even like remotely similar to Diplomacy? I, I feel like I've never really come across any game quite like it. I think there are games like um, oh. Like it's just like uh, like mafia and things like that. Oh, yeah, like werewolf or yeah, 
where you you're trying to deceive people uh yeah. what, or the central conceit of the game uh if you were to combine those kinds of games with a, a strategy game like um uh something simple simpler than access and allies as far as rules negotiations go right uh, uh, you would get that's roughly how i would describe it it's sort of like a um survivor reality tv show meets <laughs> meets risk yeah it's funny it's actually it's funny that you mentioned reality shows i um i i've i've always i've always loved like i i watch a lot of bravo i love like real housewives all these different like top chef i watch all the, the, the like i think that's something that's always interested me just like that kind of drew me to diplomacy as well as that sort of the interpersonal relationships are just like analyzing how people interact with each other. And then that's, and that mixed with the tactics, obviously on the diplomacy side. But um, I guess that's, it's one of the things that kind of like drew me to it. I always kind of thought of it as I like, I love playing risk when I was a kid and, and then I saw this and like, Oh wow, this is risk without the, without the luck and without the dice. Like, this is great. And I get to like negotiate with people. This is fantastic. That um, was kind of one of the draws for me. Um, and yeah, and that, that's how I found the game was that article we were talking about before Grantland there. Um, it was, uh, I wish I had found it sooner because I know some people in the hobby have been playing it since they were for like a kid or whatnot. So that's pretty cool that uh, it's had su- such longevity. But uh, I was going to say, um, I know I'm just curious, are there any, I know I've been talking quite a bit, sorry. Um, are there any other, um, oh, I guess I'm just curious how other people sort of approach uh, like when when they're when they're doing those initial negotiations right at the beginning of the game, what are some of the factors that people are or that that you're, like, you're thinking about or like goes into like what, what like what are your key takeaways like that initial like that first like few minute conversation that like you're looking for? I'd say for me, the biggest thing I look for is a a plan. Really, I don't right. even know much if I like somebody, but I'm. I, <laughs> My play is entirely very different from yours, Tommy, right? And that I yeah. think very few people like me. Um, but my approach is entirely like, here's a very straightforward plan that's going to be aggressive and it's going to get somewhere right. quickly. That's See, but I, 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 have. I like that, though. I, I wish more people, like, that's how, like, I want to have, like, that. Like, people call me, like, you know, Tornado Tommy or whatever. But, like, I actually love Strong Alliance. But, like, I want someone to just come to me right off the bat and be like, let's do this whether I've worked with them or not in the past, or maybe we had, you know, weren't able to get along last time. Like I want to just like know right off the bat, like, Hey, let's do this sort of thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that with you. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. but, you know, yeah. Yeah. A little meta gaming going on. <laughs> I've seen lots of evidence of your Alliance play, Tommy. <laughs> oh yeah well you and i have always worked well together too although i just i feel i feel it bad the last time we played i uh was being kind of derpy uh doing stupid things <laughs> as is tradition right, that sounds like that sounds like my play <laughs> no we've we've always we've always actually re- we've always worked well together i thought or uh or at least the past few times we played yeah, yeah. no i love working with you tommy <laughs> I, will, I will always alley you don't worry <laughs> Okay, so how do you deal with player reputation? Because we're just talked about metagaming. And right. How so to manage player reputation? Everyone oh, in the hobby knows you as like Tornado Tommy or Two Time Tommy or whatever. Right. Well, that's that's started to come back to bite me now. That's the problem. There's a, in the past few games where I literally didn't. Uh, I, one game I, I remember in particular with um, Melinda. She was. Uh, 
Germany, I was England, I believe, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I was, uh, yeah, I was, no, sorry. She was France. I was England. And I came up to her right off the bat and like, let's do this. Like I gave her at least what I thought were, you know, a, a good plan. Um, I forget who was Germany. It was, was it Wardy? No, I forget who it was. Um, and that was, I think, the first time I've ever... I can usually tell if someone's bullshitting me, but, like, she actually, like, really deceived me pretty well. I was actually really shocked. Um, that was one of the f- few times I can, I can count on my hands that, uh, that I was actually, like, was actually surprised in terms of being misled. And... Uh, but what's the question originally? Oh, yeah, reputation. Um, and I had, I, I, well, I approached her with what I thought was a very solid plan. I was very honest. And even though she kept attacking me, I was still continually honest with her. And, and that actually going back to the whole anger thing, that was one of the only like three times that I actually got angry at the end where I'm like, I, I, I actually kind of use kind of guilt as a tactic as well too, to kind of keep me alive, depending on the scoring system. Like that was, I don't know if you remember the episode on DBN where they're like, at least eliminate Tommy. It was that, that game. And she should have totally just eliminated me in Edinburgh. And I, I, I was just, I, I used anger as kind of, and guilt as sort of a tactic there to just like, look, I'm, I'm like, my units are yours. Like, like, what do you want me to do? Like, you are like needless, you're, you're stabbing me for no reason, but no, but, but it was a good reason, but I'm going to say that I, that there's no sense for what they're doing. Um, cause obviously I want to stay alive and, um, and it ended up working out. Like they kept me alive and I got, I think like, uh, this was like was this Matt Massacre or something? I think yeah, like this, and I got like six points out of it or something, and put me in like sixth place or something. So I was like, all right. So sometimes it, it does, like you, I, I'll always use it as like a last resort. So like if I'm being like kind of like mad or or like trying to like induce guilt or something like that, that's because like I'm just it's like out of desperation. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on small talk? Do you try to get a read on a person on whether or not they want small talk, or or do you always right. do it, or do you never do it? Because I. I I, I have a hard time telling if people want to talk yeah. about their personal lives, but I find that the people who have the best alliances have yeah. talked about their personal lives. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I, um, I don't typically do it on like one, one-on-one conversations. If I'm in like the main lobby and people are just kind of waiting around or like, I usually only end up doing that when I've really got no play left at all. Like I'm on a couple of units and I'm just there for the fun of it at that point. Um, usually if like I'm in the running for the top or just to, to, to continue to make progress in the game, I'm usually pretty focused on trying to think through the tactics and whatnot and try to like have those, uh, tactical dis- discussions and trying to like kind of jump in to, to speak with as many people as I can. Um, but generally if I'm like, if I'm not doing very well or only have like a few units or something, then I, I I'll typically do more of that small talk. Um, but, uh, sorry for the sirens in the background. Um, yeah, I, I, but I know you're saying like, yeah, in terms of alliances, it is good to have that. It helps. Oh, wow. Sorry. Um, it really helps to have that, um, to kind of form like that, that personal connection just to try to have that, um, like kind of build more of like a, a, a personal relationship with them. And I, I actually, I find myself doing it more with people that I've played with in the past that like, I know I can work well with, or if we're already in an alliance, we already like, if we're already on the same page and we, we know what we're doing tactically, then I'll just have a little more of like brief like more casual conversation with them. But like, um, typically if it's a player I haven't played with before, or there's a lot, a lot of like tactical things to think about then I don't usually kind of do, uh, have more of those like small talk conversations. I just personally find like having small talk usually helps create a bond, especially when you're trying right. to live with someone because then it makes you a more humanizing. 
Yeah. And it creates that context with that. I feel yeah, it'll, like it definitely helps for that for sure. Yeah. Like, and sometimes I will use that uh, in the sense that, like, maybe, maybe if it is in the player I haven't played with before, maybe all the more I'm trying to have that more, like, a little bit of that small talk to have the form, like, a little bit more of like rapport, what do you, what do you call it? I like to have like that personal connection. Like, it, it definitely can help with that, especially like someone that you're just meeting kind of for the first time. And I have a feeling in person, face to face, it's going to be it'll be a lot more like effective too. like being able to, I, I have a hard time remembering people's like voices. Like I'm much more of like a vi- visual person. So it's, um, and that's come back to bite me in the sense that like, I, I forget people that I've stabbed in the past. It's just cause I, if I saw them in person, I would remember right away. And I would remember like what border was and everything that, that we did. But, um, uh, virtually it's a little harder for me, I guess. Um, I have a harder time kind of remembering. I need to take notes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing too. Is if I, if, I, if I actually took notes, I would probably remember a lot. I, I would probably do better. Maybe. I don't, per- I don't know how these ones actually are. In person, like okay, so when I do face to face, I always do like game notes while I'm playing, like virtual face to face or in person. I try to write down everything while I'm in the game, so that way, right. because if you do a post game, you forget details but when you do it right. in game you remember things so when i do that i also do profiles on the players i'm playing with so oh, i take notes i take notes on things like what makes them paranoid what part of negotiation do they like do they not like how are oh. they negotiating and whatnot so when then i go back and i have like if i'm playing with someone that i've already played before i try to go back to my notes and see what works for them and what doesn't right. that way i can like tip away. do you mind that do you mind sharing your my, your notes on me? <laughs> I'd love to. Uh, love later. To <laughs> later. I will get my notebook for that. But yeah. that is, that's, that's, that's a great approach. Um, one of the appeals, I guess, to me is that like, I, I'm very much just, I like to be very spontaneous just kind of in the moment. So uh, I guess that kind of hinders my ability to sort of take notes on previous play. <laughs> but I should definitely do that. That's a good idea. I do have notes on almost every one of you because I've played with almost every one of you here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I played with all you guys. I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely have. Yeah. So I have it on my on my phone. I was just looking at the list here. One of my questions is uh, whether or not it's better to grab people and insist you talk to them, or, oh. or be more reactive and come to the people. And um, right. The the reason I, I worry about it is sometimes when I grab people, uh, they go along with everything I say. I say, let's do right. X, Y, and Z. And they say, yeah, that's a great idea. But they don't do X, Y, and Z because it wasn't really <laughs> their idea. It was my idea. And they were just going right. along with not to anger me. And I find right. that when I'm reactive, I'm much more likely to get what their honest plan is. But then yeah. again, I may I, I I give up that opportunity to influence them. Right. Uh, to, to go along with my plan. So do you yeah. have a preference and, and what is your preferred style? I'm very much the same too in terms of reactive. Like I'm I'm definitely that type of player. If you come to me like last minute and give me plans. Like you just said, like not to anger them. I'll be like, yeah, that sounds great. I, like at that point, I've already made up my mind probably. And, but, but then sometimes too, like I'm, I'm totally, I'm, I'm also open-minded. Like I'm very willing to change things last minute, sometimes a little too willing and, and I'll do silly things sometimes. Uh, and by sometimes, I mean probably most of the time. Um, and I, I, I'm very much more of sort of the reactive play style. But if, if I'm already in like a very tight alliance and we're very much in sync, then at that point, like, no matter what you say to me, I'm already going to 
to do what we've already kind of like discussed um, with whoever my ally is. And I, at that point, I'm just going to use that conversation as as a as a way of maybe trying to kind of feel try to hear out maybe what they're thinking of doing and and use as so sometimes that's like it's 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 good to use as a tactic to like be willing to go along just to hear what their plans are and maybe you can kind of sniff out uh, or try to get them to do a support that you don't. don't that, that they shouldn't necessarily do or try to figure out which direction they're going and so you can maybe sneak in on the other side sort of thing. So I'll, I'll, I'm always willing to talk with people, even if, but I generally will have, I'm, I'm always a mix between, I'm, I'm open-minded, to, to, I'm always willing to hear what their plans are, but I'm always, I generally have at least some idea of kind of what I want to do um, going into it. So hypothetically speaking, time is running short uh, somebody who you were planning on attacking comes into a room with you. Uh, how do you play that? What do you what yeah. do you say to them? Uh, do you just talk circles around them, or or do you what do you what, what exactly is your negotiating style when somebody yeah. who you are planning on attacking grabs you at the last minute and uh, yeah. is going to talk to you? Gen- generally, generally, like. If 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 we haven't been like allies since the beginning, the nicer I am to you, the chances are I'm probably lying through my teeth to you because I'm just trying to like sniff out what it is that you're doing because I want to see how I can best attack you basically. Um, so I will just try to just charm them and be as nice as possible because I just wanted it. I want to disarm them. I want to I want to understand what it is that they're potentially doing. So generally, the nicer I am to you, I'm probably going to stab you. <laughs> So, kind of a twisted way of thinking of it, but it generally works. Like you can usually figure out. The problem is, is you can only use that so many times because the next time you play with them, they're they're if they're a good player, they're like reasonably intelligent. They're going to understand. Like that's your ta- that's how you approach things, um, which is which is what's now starting to kind of come back to bite me a little bit. But um, I have to f- find a new approach. <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if it's, it's like a tactic that other people do. Like like I I know some people will come to you. We'll be like very, like very, very honest. Um, and like, I know that's like, you can usually tell like different people's play styles. Like some people will just be like brutally honest, like literally say, you know, no, you've, we haven't been able to work together and either in the past or in this particular game. And they're just, they're just not going to do whatever you say. It's just like a waste of time talking with them. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you handle that? You know, that yeah. uh, you want to know, um, you say you you they give you up information. So how do you keep them talking when my inclination right. is to say sorry, tough luck? Yeah, we both know what's going on here. Yeah, it's it's t- some well. I, I, there's certain players that I know that would just just won't give anything up, and I just know it's not like I've tried in the past. Like uh, one example in my mind would be uh, like Ed Sullivan. Like he'll just tell me flat. He's just like he's like I'm calling you on your bullshit. Like you're nothing's gonna happen here. Um, and, but I, I, I at least keep, if it's someone I haven't, maybe not haven't played quite a bit with, like, I at least will still keep trying. Like, cause you never know. Sometimes people will somehow like inadvertently let something slip. It's not very common, but like it sometimes, it's, a few cases where it kind of has, um, but I'll, I'll just be, try to be like, you know, what, I'll just constantly keep saying, what, 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 what can I offer you? Like, like you can see my position here. Like, I'm not going to make any progress. Like, it's only in our best interest to maybe do work together here. Like what, like what can I do for you? Like I'm always trying to like, cause that's the only way you're going to appeal to them in the sense that you like, the, they'll only want to talk to you if you have something to offer. So all the more, if you keep using that sort of language, they're going to hopefully, well, ideally if you do it success, successfully, they're going to maybe listen to you or suggest something. 
don't know if that's a tactic that other people like. I'm just, it's, it's always interesting. Everyone has a very different approach. And, and part of the game is, is learning sort of, well, those well, the interpersonal aspects, like I'm under, trying to understand um, how people think and how if I do this, if I do X, Y, Z, you know, how are they going to react to it sort of thing, which is always, but then that's kind of the fun for me as well too. I like to just, I like to kind of just, sometimes I'll just do, I'll put things out there just to see how people react, like just to kind of, not necessarily toy with them, but just to kind of, just to kind of like learn how other people think um, is one of the things that I like to do. Topic of Ed Sullivan, who is also known as being extremely charming. How do you manage other manipulative or charming players? As yeah, well? that's, How that's do the biggest. That? That's the biggest challenge because we both know what's going on, and that's that's like I remember the first time I played with Ed. We both literally just kept lying to each other back and forth. They were just like you know, like well, why even bother? We both said to each other like, okay, why are we even talking? Like we know we're gonna we're not, we we know what we're both going to do here. Like this, it was just kind of like amusing at that point. It's like. You're, you're both kind of like in on the joke in that sense where you both kind of know what the game is and you're just kind of laughing at each other. If anything, it's more just like, it becomes just sort of a friendly competition at that point where it's just like, all right, well, you know, there's, it's just, there's no point in talking tactics here because we know we're going to just completely lie to each other. Um, but yeah, he's, he's d- definitely the most, one of the more interesting people I've played with. He's very, very good at the, um, at the charm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other, um, but I mean, this, I mean, there's definitely lots of, I mean, there's a lot of talented people in the hobby. Like it's, cause generally like, if you're not really good at it, you, at least from what I've seen, they tend to just stop playing, I guess. I don't know. So some people keep playing and playing. Like, I mean, I'm certainly, by no means am I that, that great. Like I understand like I'm much better at gunboat than I am, which is funny because I, I do really well at sort of the, the charm, like the, the negotiation aspect. But like when I actually have time to think things through and do, do it on my own and just look thing, look at things objectively. I do way better at gunboat than I do face to face. I don't know if other people kind of had that or similar opposite experience. So, because you have this willingness to change your plans at the last minute, do you think that right. makes it harder or easier for you to keep information a secret? In that, when right. you are talking for say fifteen minutes, what you said fifteen minutes ago might not have that correlation with what you actually end up doing so so when you are negotiating you're not giving away a lot of information yeah i think that's definitely i think the key part of it where i I, i've never i've never really when i have conversations i i'm not unless it's someone that i'm like been working with right from the beginning and we we both know like we're going to be together to the end i I'm very, I'm very non-committal in my conversations, and then that definitely helps too. Where I can maybe try to like spin something afterwards, or if I did something that I didn't tell them I was going to do, and maybe backtrack a little bit. So like that, not that willingness to like not necessarily commit um, is definitely a big part of my play, and I think has helped me get away with some of the shenanigans that I, I've done uh, tactically before. But then it ends up really annoying players that who are very committed, like very. Com- committed and, and want like want a solid plan and want to just like know what's going on and so then i have a harder time i find that i have a harder time trying to like um kind of work with them going forward or just like they're they have a lot they're very unwilling to like trust me at, at that point because they can kind of sense that right off the bat that i don't necessarily want to commit i don't know if that's something that like um like i don't i, I don't know what the consensus is like player wise what people who like the type of player that people prefer to work with whether i mean i would imagine most people want to play with someone who just like is honest with them right off the bat they know their plans they're very like sort of in sync um 
but but like I find the, I find the players who are more of like charming or like more like like Ed sort of thing are are very willing to are also just have that sort of mentality of like maybe not necessarily non or not as committed or like very willing to like open to sort of changing plans plans and be very di- have like dynamic play. No, oh, can you guys still hear me? Sorry, I don't know. If I'm still connected here. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, at least in, like when I started again, I didn't know one. I I would I, I just ask people around who are my neighbors, like what, how do they see this game going, right. and and if it's aligned with how I see the game, and I will, I would like some kind of commitment because I'm willing to offer the same. Right, and if they're kind of wishy washy, I will start looking at them a bit in a better, in a bit like you know, in a worse look. Not, not necessarily means that I will not walk with them, but it's less likely. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And then that's where it's come back to bite me in the sense that, like, um, even though I, 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 I want to be, I want to have, like, a very strong alliance, be, like, very, very, um, be very committed, I get, my problem is I get a little paranoid and then I start questioning what their intentions may be, even if they really do want to uh, directly work with me. So that's the, kind of the challenge, too. And then I end up doing silly, t- silly, silly moves that ends up, Annoying them, and like you said, being kind of wishy-washy, and they don't want to work with me at all um, in the game, unfortunately. So yeah, definitely something to improve on. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I would love to know how do you get away with that, though. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. <laughs> like, I feel, I feel like you do that a lot, where you've done something that's definitely not favorable towards people, right? Then they go and work with you again, and yeah, I, yeah. No, it's 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 something I've I've kind of wondered, like wondered as well even like kind of before coming into this conversation where i'm i'm just trying to figure out where trying to understand like what is it that makes people like and i know there's some people that i have really annoyed that just probably are never going to work with me but like there are people who i've just done things that weren't even necessarily tactically good for myself when i look at it like objectively at the end and yet they still will work with me the next game and i'm I'm just like wow you're very forgiving thank you (laughs) i guess that's part of the strategy of always just trying to be as nice as possible i guess <laughs> yeah, i try to be apologetic when you when you do do silly things yeah yeah but i'm much i'm much better at poker than i am at diplomacy because <laughs> that's a little more objective <laughs> i guess nobody has to like you in poker exactly <laughs> but uh yeah no i i don't know if you guys have any other uh any interesting um no, those those are some you know, those are some great questions though. I, I hadn't I hadn't thought of um, going into it. I just I like I had th- thought of a few things to say sort of beforehand, like prep wise. But I I'm, this sort of conversation, I feel like it's just kind of fun to have, like spontaneously try to like like a more of like a fluid I guess, conversation. Well, thank you, Tommy, for leading this discussion on how to be likable. Next week, they're taking a week off because the final round of summer classic will be taking place join us in two weeks for the next master class you've been listening to master class to participate in future master class sessions please join the virtual world diplomacy community's discord server by following the link in the episode description and remember to subscribe to the diplomacy dojo podcast for brother boards dojo as well as future Masterclass recordings. Thanks to Frederick Larden for the music Robot is Chilling, used here in our intro and outro.